Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Congress may ban military funding that is diverted to transgender surgeries. The governor says that you need more gay books for children or else. It will interview State Senator Pelton and State Senator Pelton, both from Colorado. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The United States Congress has now passed their version of the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, with provisions that actually ban military funding of transgender surgeries. Well, why would money be diverted from our military to support crazy surgeries? Epic Times reports that House conservatives are bundling the national defense budget with the culture war amendments that they say are necessary to reverse the Biden administration's aggressive woke politicization of the military. As you know, and as we've reported, the Biden administration is pushing radical race theory instituted by LGBT-friendly diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, DEI, but that is being reversed by the House. In a span of 10 hours on July 13th, the Republican-led House repealed the Department of Defense abortion travel policy, prohibited DOD healthcare programs from providing transgender transition surgeries, and introduced a host of other proposed add-ons targeting the DEI, or diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. You know, the ones that teach racism should be more in the military? No, we need to get rid of those. Uh, including several amendments that failed, but the must-pass defense budget normally is approved in a bipartisan accord. Democrats resisted fiercely these conservative ideas, contending the national defense budget should be used uh, and held hostage, in a sense, by a relatively small cadre of extreme leftists who want to fund abortions and fund transgender surgeries with our military budget. Republicans, especially in the House Freedom Caucus, said no. The 40-member uh, faction in the House Freedom Caucus began to add these amendments. As it came out of committee in kind of a bipartisan way, no, uh, there were conservative amendments that were added and it, it passed and, and it's now in the House version of the bill. The House passed it in a 58 to one vote. Um, the Senate had passed a bipartisan version of the bill in a 24 to one vote. But now that there's two versions, the Senate version and the House version, they'll probably end up in what they call conference committee to amend and make the House version and Senate version agree with each other. Representatives last week began sorting through 80 proposed NDAA amendments dispatched to the floor by the House Rules Committee. The day before, a panel had forwarded 290 proposed add-ons en blanc, which means they packaged together uh, for composite votes because they were not contentious. But then came the contentious votes. 
Representative Ronnie Jackson, Republican of Texas, sought to repeal a DOD policy that reimburses travel expenses for military members who go to blue states and try to get an abortion? Why should our military budget be paying for that? Well, that add-on was passed by the House in a divided vote along party lines, uh, 221 to 213, and it came in the wake of the Roe versus Wade repeal by the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, Ronnie Jackson said the effort was, quote, not only to expand abortion access, that's what the leftists are doing, but also to leave American taxpayers on the hook to subsidize abortion services, end quote. That's why Ronnie Jackson opposed this and tried to put it into Title 10, which restricts funds be available to the DOD for use for, use for abortions. That's the news. Our thanks to Epic Times for that report. The Bible says this um, about transgender surgeries for our troops, right? Well, I think they should be kicked out. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 23, he that is wounded in the stones or had this privy member cut off shall not enter the congregation of the Lord, neither shall he serve in the United States military. I'm adding that to what the Bible already includes. Let's take a short break. When we come back, the governor of California says more gay books for kids or else. How is your marriage doing? Ladies, would you like to learn how to get your husband to love you the way Christ loves the church? Men, would you like your wife to show proper respect? You know there's a Bible way to have a godly marriage? I'm not saying I'm the expert, but we interview in a four-part video teaching series, a marriage and family ministry expert, Vince Dacchioli. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. Three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage. And also God's plan for divorce. You wanna have this important four-part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll-free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story is from Fox News Reports. California Governor Gavin Newsom is demanding more gay books for children or else. Well, some counties are resisting this. Uh, for example, there was a dispute between 
the governor's office and he wants to fine locally elected school boards in various counties or across California, even in conservative counties. You gotta have more gay books, he says. The president of the TVSD Board of Education denied a textbook and said, well, we're not you know, censoring books, we're just, these books are really aggressive, sexually inappropriate for children, so we're, we're gonna stop doing that. But Gavin's office said no. Here's the quote from his video, quote, the school board in Temecula decided to reject a textbook because it mentioned Harvey Milk. Well, that's not true. Uh, but California, the governor says, we are stepping in. We're going to purchase the homosexual te textbooks for these students, the same ones that hundreds of thousands of kids are already using. And if these extremists, that is Christian conservative school members, won't do their job, we will. And we're gonna fine the Christians for their incompetence, end quote. Well, of course, that led to a response. The school board says, uh, no, we're not gonna enable that. We're not gonna give gay books to children. Uh, in fact, they've chosen not to adopt a new curriculum that was mandated by the state or the supplemental textbook material. In fact, no textbooks were denied or, or censored. It was this extra supplemental material that included not just Harvey Milk, the former gay legislator, but uh, his, private sexual practices? Why do, why do kids need to learn about that? One of the um, conservative school board members, Dr. Joseph Komrowski, said he's not speaking personally on behalf of the board. He says the following, quote, it is unfortunate that Governor Newsom and others have seized upon an action by the Temecula Valley United School expressly authorized by the California legislature and mischaracterized not only what occurred, but why. In other words, the California state law allows local school boards to opt out. That's the law. And the conservatives, including Komorowski, reiterated the board did not ban any books. He said, quote, instead the Board of Education determined not to adopt as curriculum a history social science program for district-wide use that had been previously part of a pilot study conducted by the district. Members of the Board of Education did state concerns about the supplemental material, not any textbooks, that was part of the curriculum related to a lesson for fourth graders about Mr. Milk, end quote. And that's the news, or thanks to Fox News for that report. We're running short on time. I wanna to get to Senator Pelton and Senator Pelton of Colorado, but the Bible says this, I'm gonna ask you to pray about it. Jesus forbids causing little children to sin. He said, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it'd be better if he had a millstone hung around his neck and he'd be drowned in the depths of the sea. So remember that, Gavin Newsom, governor of California. If you're gonna force your gay textbooks on children, or else you're gonna find the Christian conservatives and school boards who refuse that. You are the one who is causing little children to sin. Let's take a short break. When we come back, our great interview with two conservative senators from Colorado. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Name's ministry. 
Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code Pray News and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, not a little bit, a lot of help. (laughs) We need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan! He's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're at the Western Conservative Summit where I'm joined now by two state senators currently holding office for Western Colorado, Rod Pelton and his cousin, Byron Pelton. Two senators from the same family with the same last name, Pelton Pelton. Uh, welcome to the program, gentlemen. How are you today? We're good, thank you for having us. And we're, we're actually from the Eastern Plains. Oh, the Eastern Plains, wait a minute. So. A lot of Colorado, people don't realize this, is rural, including the Eastern Plains. You go, you, you're almost bordering Kansas. Well, uh, actually we would border, our districts would border Nebraska, Kansas, and New Mexico, if I'm correct, Oklahoma. and Oklahoma. Fantastic. My, my house is actually 12 miles from the Kansas border. And we also border Wyoming as well. So uh, a lot of Coloradans, they just think Boulder, Denver, Colorado Springs, Pueblo, the the front range is where most of the population is. But geographically, your districts make up how much of the state? 44%. Our district has 44% 
and it's primarily agriculture. In my district, in the seven counties uh, north in, in my district, in Senate District 1, six of those counties are in the top ag-producing counties in the state. And most of our districts uh, combined together produces um, the majority of the $47 billion of agriculture that's generated in this state. $47 billion of Colorado agriculture, uh, that requires a lot of water because, uh, you know, I don't know if you've been to eastern Colorado, it's dusty. There, there's a lot, of, a lot of miles of flat farmland. Uh, how do you guys produce or, or where does that water come from? So, uh, through Byron's district is the South Platte, which part of that water comes from the Colorado River. Uh, I have the Arkansas, and we also have the Republican. I have the Arkansas in mind. Part of that is diverted from the Colorado River, uh, and it comes from snowmelt. Uh, the Arkansas River has been way over-appropriated. Colorado Springs has come in and bought water, by and dry, and they've just decimated a few of those counties down there taking ag land out of uh, irrigated agriculture and it won't hardly grow anything now. So uh, yeah. it's devastated those communities down there. So it's been in the news a lot that there was a drought, especially in 2020, 2021. Uh, this year we've had maybe more than average rainfall. Thank God the drought is maybe coming to an end, but even that is temporary. When the conditions are poor, do we owe money by treaty to other states outside of Colorado? We owe them water? So on the Colorado, I'll talk about that briefly. Right now, Colorado delivers like a hundred or a million acre feet over and above the compact out of this state because we don't have enough reservoirs to store. So we're already giving more than we are bound by compact to give to the lower states. Yeah. Uh, California is the one that's wreaking all the havoc with uh, the lake levels in Lake Powell and Lake Mead. They're, they've been using way over and above like, to the tune of a million acre feet per year over their uh, allotment. And that's caused all the problems in those lakes. And and also, we're also, um, right now, Nebraska is trying to create the Perkins Canal, which they do have the rights to do, but they're creating a lot of havoc with some of that uh, over in the South Platte region as well. They're, they're going into Julesburg and, and buying up, um, buy, or not buying up, but leasing some land or trying to lease land to, to start on the Perkins Canal. And they do have a water right for it, but that, I mean, we need to, instead of working at each other in different states, we need to work together on on how to do this correctly and not just you know the, the nebraska state legislature already gave 600 million dollars to pursue the perkins canal but you know us in the south platte region are saying whoa 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 well hang on let's have some discussions about this first so and on the south platte we deliver more into nebraska than what is allotted by the compact that is correct so uh Colorado's holding up to our end of the compact. Uh, the Republican River, we've had a little trouble meeting that compact, but there's uh, pro programs in process now to buy water rights from farmers to satisfy that compact. That is correct. So I'm, I'm just trying to point out here that in addition to the natural causes, sometimes 
you know, for whatever reason, God doesn't give us enough rain that year. There are human causes uh, when California overspends their allotted water, when Nebraska is trying to pull more water than the, than the treaties or compacts have in place for them to pull, uh, it's your job to go and represent Colorado and try to negotiate better deals. You know, the, the deal's already negotiated, already made at the federal level. We just have to protect what is ours okay. and not let those states try to, to take more than that. And one of the thing is, is water storage. We need to, we need to continue to pursue more and more water storage. Um, and there's, there's some projects going on right now that are, that are going to be good for the future of Colorado, but we need to continue to pursue those. Now, Governor Polis uh, doesn't always agree with you politically, obviously, uh, but didn't he just approve a big study for future water storage rights and, and what's going to happen in 100 years? So, uh, I don't recall the bill you're talking about. Uh, our main issue with uh, building more storage is the federal government with all the NEPA studies and all this, the costs involved with those. Uh, it takes 25, 30 years to get a new reservoir permit, uh, and the cost is astronomical before you ever put any dirt, you know, a shovel in the ground. So there needs to be some relaxing of some of those regulations, those costs around building more storage, because that runoff happens in a couple months in the springtime, and if we can't catch it, that extra is going out of the state and not being used by our state. Let me ask you about uh, the wolf. Right, uh, there have been controversial bills passed by the leftists in the Colorado legislature to reintroduce the wolf population in rural areas. How does that uh, affect the local ranchers? Well, I can tell you that uh, I was just on the western slope in the Yampa Valley uh, where they're going to introduce the wolf. And um, a lot of the ranchers up there are a little concerned about what's going on. And there was a bill that was just vetoed by Governor Polis that was going to allow a 10J waiver, which allows Colorado to um, to control the wolf population. Right now, if we if we introduce wolves in in Colorado, we, we, which we will do that, but when when they do that, it's controlled by the federal government. We wanted the 10J waiver so we could control it, so our livestock producers had um, so they could protect their livestock if they're being attacked by a wolf. So right now, as it stands, Governor Polis um, vetoed that bill to say that you have to have a 10J waiver before you introduce the wolves, because that's what the, the livestock producers up there were asking for. You know, and, and, and um, Senator Pelton and I, we both represent the Eastern Plains, but agriculture is important to the entire state of Colorado. Yeah. And, and we want to make sure that we protect our livestock producers. And for, for Governor Polis to veto that bill, it's just unconscionable that he is willing, if we don't get the 10J waiver before we introduce wolves, he's willing to make criminals out of our livestock producers. And that is unconscionable because they, it's like I said in the well in the Senate when we had this discussion, you know, it's not only protecting our livelihood, but we don't want to see our animals suffer. And if you've ever had to protect your animal from either a coyote, a bear like myself, I lived on the Western Slope, we had cattle up there. I had to protect a, a, a couple of our yearling calves from a bear attack. And, and that's okay, but they don't want us to do that with wolves. And that part is just unconscionable. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for your troubles and I sympathize with the ranchers who put food on our table. 
and, and their families may be at risk, their livestock are certainly going to be at risk. Uh, last question, we're a faith-friendly uh, show and a lot of your constituents are people of strong faith. Can you speak to your own uh, relationship with God? So, uh, I just had uh, a birthday this week. When I was in 2000, I was baptized. 41 years old, I was baptized. I've been the house sponsor of our weekly Bible study at the Capitol nice. for five years. I was four years as a representative. Now uh, I'm the Senate sponsor of our weekly Bible study. We have to have God at the forefront of our decisions. Yeah. Otherwise, we end up with very secular decisions all about me, 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 and not the good of the people. You know, Jesus' ministry was to help the people. Byron, I'll give you the last word. I'm, I'm just very fortunate to have uh, Rod's wife, Kathy, was my Sunday school teacher, so I learned a lot from her. And uh, and I have to tell you, is like the, the family dynamic uh, and making sure that God is in our lives is just huge, and we really need to continue that. And um, it has to be part of, of our decisions. I mean, I think Rod and I pray quite often when we're at the Capitol because there are things that happen there that neither one of us the, like. and. But I will tell you that we do everything we can to pray for ourselves and pray for the people that are making these decisions and the majority and, and, try, to, and try to pray for them to make good decisions. So. We're with you. And uh, although on Pray in Jesus' name, we do not endorse or oppose candidates for public office, we welcome their opponents to come on for equal time. Let me mention their websites, peltonforcolorado.com or byronpelton.com to learn more. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Can I say a blessing and, and pray for you? Please do. Please do. All right. Father in heaven, we pray for all of our elected officials, especially those who are in positions of authority that have to make important decisions. Father, we honor those who honor God, and we pray that you also would bless and anoint your representatives to be your voice for the people, especially in Colorado. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be right back. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. Prayinjesusname.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and please, please, please donate today because this is a viewer sponsored show. You, the viewing audience, do you enjoy praying with Dr. Chaps, learning about the news? Where else are you gonna find this kind of content? please donate at prayinjesusname.org. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, 
Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. If you need prayer or to donate by telephone, call us now at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.